<laughs> it's so funny. <laughs> hey, you're listening to Dos Randos, a podcast about everything and nothing. And we are your hosts. I'm Chorus. And I'm Taylor. And together we prove that yes, sir, everyone can, but not everyone should start a podcast. We hope you enjoy the next hour of content. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the ride. All right, welcome back, you weirdos. How you been? How's uh, how's life treating you? Are you getting everything you need out of your life? It's been a couple of weeks since we did an episode, so there's there's bound to be some kind of deep sorrow and aching, right? Uh, and, and purposeless meaninglessness. Uh, we we do apologize for that. Um, but we've know, been busy, bro. But, but we've been busy. Things are in the works, man. Things are happening. <laughs> <laughs> getting it done getting, We're putting in the hours Getting it did uh, Not with this podcast though <laughs> No no, no that, We I are mean, not We're not getting anything done with the, the podcast The stipulation with this show Is that it wasn't going to be work <laughs> Right That was That was the So and So when we get so busy here we are We're sorry <laughs> We're sorry Alright all right, hold, hold, hold on I promise I am not here to stay <laughs> Okay I 100% promise This is the last one for a while For a while? For a while What if we do a What if we do an overrated Underrated next week What does that then mean? Then not not as a while as I thought it would be. <laughs> then it's been about a, it's been about seven days. <laughs> <laughs> you're going on like a Shia LaBeouf break. You just you, you couldn't handle the <laughs> or like a Justin Bieber retirement. Yeah, you couldn't handle the pressure of celebrity. This will be my holes. This will be the best episode. Wow. Whoa. Wow. Yep. All right. So, what do you guys do over the past couple of weeks? Anything interesting? Anything fun? Anything new? Um, yeah, so we'll, we'll be reviewing a couple of things because, you know, there were some shows in between when we talked and when we didn't. Um, so, and a movie sort of thing. Uh, but we'll get there when we get there. That's mostly what, you know, we've been in the, in the fall prep kind of mode, um, watching movies and, and hanging out, that sort of thing. That's great. How about you, Tommy? Anything new? Nope. Nothing at all? Nope. Nothing. Uh, I don't think anything really super important happened we we i spent a couple of days in rio so last week with the oh. family um and I, I took a camera with me and had a lot of fun playing with the camera getting kind of familiar with it um i i've been telling gabby for a while i'm wanting to kind of like spread out of like my creative boundaries that have kind of been set up and so i'm going to try to really push into photography for a season at least and see how it goes um specifically i spent some time setting up um like a mechanism on my website that would let me book photo shoots for Christmas cards and that sort of a thing. So I had an idea. Check this out. Like literally just before we got here, okay? Okay. Check this out. A pew. You get an old church pew. Okay. Right? You throw that in the woods. Yeah. Okay? And you build up a really tall center of it. So it's like one chair for one person, but it's really long with candles all around it. You could take pictures of that. <laughs> That's true. That does sound like you'd start a forest fire. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Which I know exactly how to do that because of our episode... On fire tips, right? Exactly. Yes. Yeah, and you know those are tips that the government is not going to give you. Like they're that's true. They, they think they're good at stuff, but no. they're not as good as you and me. They're not efficient. They're not and, efficient, and they also hold information uh, away from the public for some reason. For some reason, yeah. Like I was reading a paper on how to start forest fires, and it said in order to start a massive forest fire, you must. And it was redacted, <sighs> black. Man, no, I got you, bro. I got you. So we'll figure it out, I we'll guess. We'll figure it out, yeah. If I don't you, know how this turned to arson immediately, <laughs> but uh, you know what? We like some good fire. And, All uh, let's have cocktails, man. <laughs> Easy, efficient, cheap. Oh, my gosh. We're joking. <laughs> it's a joke, bro. <laughs> All right. Uh, I think that gets us into uh, the news. Would, that, would you agree with that? I think so. I, I think it's a newsy kind of a moment right now. All right. Here we go. And now it's time for Rando News. All right, what you got? All right, so I spent some time today collecting news updates. Some you may have heard, some you may have not. It's been uh, a couple of weeks, like we said. So we'll give you our two cents on it either way. Um, Maybe like first a, off. a cent a piece. So you'll get three cents out of out of the three of us. <laughs> out of all of it. <laughs> okay, uh, two young women from a campaign group just through, other called Just Stop, Just Stop Oil, through the contents of two cans of Heinz ketchup, uh, Heinz tomato soup all over a Vincent Van Gogh painting from 1888. Oh my god! What? So they are defacing this, you know, priceless heirloom of artwork 
for whatever cause, you know, anti-oil cause. Yeah. But it, what, what it really just shows to you is like why the average person finds these like liberal extremists so insufferable is that they feel like they're entitled to just throw an adult tantrum. Yeah, like everybody's just going to sit back and be like, oh, yeah. That oh, was that was good. profound. That was oh, yeah. yeah, that was so profound. I was like, no, that's like, priceless. Everyone, you just ruined it. Everyone is preaching at me about oil. Everyone, it's like, I, I bet you, you took a cab or a car to get to that freaking art gallery to deface this priceless piece of art. Right. And who are you to tell... Anyways, even if it wasn't a priceless piece of art, who are you to be telling me how to live my life anyways? Exactly. <laughs> and throwing a tantrum and trying to glue your hand to the wall. I have a new standard for my life. If you can't communicate like a freaking adult, then your opinion is invalid and it's not worth my time. Exactly. Yeah, that's yeah. true. I'll stand by that. All right. Uh, there is another video that went viral this week of a massive whale interrupting a father and son's fishing trip. It came out of nowhere. What? That's cool. So these whales are like getting super aggressive. I saw another video a few days ago where uh, they were hunting a seal. These uh, these whales were hunting a seal. It jumped up on a boat to like get away. What? And the, the uh, whales start circling the boat like what? sharks, dude. They're vicious. That's crazy. So I don't know why they're turning on us. Uh, maybe it's all the oil in the ocean. And yeah, maybe it's people are <laughs> people are throwing ketchup in the maybe water. Maybe it's all the ketchup in the water the supply. Oil. Maybe that's what it yeah, was. Yeah, maybe that's what it is. <laughs> uh, so I don't, I, I mean, I just have this like general uneasy feeling when it comes to giant mammals. Yeah. And uh, whales are like, they're, they're like the ones that get a bunch of love, but they're terrifying. <laughs> they're scary. Yeah. Why are they so terrifying? I don't they're know. Big. I, yeah, they're and massive. In the ocean. I, I feel like that would be one of those things like where if I saw it up close, it would be scary, but I'm in, I'm still in that like, oh, whales are kind of cool kind of I don't mindset. like that. Ever since they started hunting boats last year, remember that? <laughs> no. Oh, killer yeah, whales. Yeah, killer whales started oh, hunting boats. Oh, that's different. Well, are they the, killer well, these whales? Are, well, or are they the the, the, the seal one, the seal attack, that was a killer whale. It was like five killer whales. Oh, around a little boat, so that was pretty scary. Yeah. This one just seemed like some other kind of whale. It what it wasn't black, like a blue whale, maybe hmm. giant and scary. Oh, okay. <laughs> you know, maybe if that helps you <laughs> sure. identify whales it. Are. Yeah, like all whales tend to be. <laughs> okay. Um, so stay away from the water. Yeah, that's the main thing. Like, there are so many ridiculous things in the ocean. Don't don't go in there. Yeah, the fact <laughs> that scientists are like, you know what? We're done looking at this. Let's go to the stars. It tells you there's something you shouldn't be messing with in the water. Yeah, because they're scared of what's in the water. So they're like, you know what? I'm just going to look where I know there's nothing. Exactly. And get paid for it. Exactly <laughs> right. Uh, all right, moving on. 19th century Levi's jeans found in mine shaft by the quote denim archaeologist. They sell for more than $87,000. Oh, I did I hear know, about that's this. That's awesome. Isn't I want that to crazy? see them. I have not seen them yet, but they look um, pretty intense. Here's a photo. Yeah. Yes. They're like yeah, eaten up, worn. They're denim. like bleached. There's a whole, like, I don't know what happened. The dude's leg must have gotten like blown <laughs> off. I mean, well, it looks like they found it and like it looks like it was bunched up when they found it. So maybe oh, maybe, maybe like it got Yeah, eaten up. it looks like it, it got looks eaten. like someone just took a shotgun wound to the thigh. That all, looks like. Well, yeah. there's no blood though. So That's true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't I can't explain this. Um That's a really cool gene though. It man, is really right. cool. I wonder if the dude like whoever bought them had to try them on once, right? Yeah. Did you think before yeah. they go up like in, on the wall or whatever? Could you imagine putting those on and just like <laughs> they just disintegrate. Oh, so this leads me to to my next question for you guys. Uh, what is, what is the longest like lifespan of a pair of jeans you've ever worn? I still have a pair from like fifth grade. Really? Yeah. It's, but but it's no, old. you don't wear them. I don't wear them. No. Okay. What is them. the longest worn pair of pants? Like longest they're they're, worn, they're they're standing the test of time. I think the longest pair of jeans I ever owned like lasted four years. But the thing is, really? is I don't really buy denim anymore. Really, I got these mugsies. They don't last super long, but dang, bro, they're so comfortable. I don't but even they care like they just they're, yeah, because they're because they're, they're like made of butter. Or something. <laughs> yeah. It feels so soft, you know. They're made of oil paint. Yeah, it's like why, <laughs> like why is this croissant falling apart? You know, <laughs> right? It's so yeah, soft. I don't, I don't even mind it because it's just so nice. Yeah, they're really <laughs> nice and really light. But I don't. Yeah, you the ones that really... lasted though were they Levi's. Yeah, yeah, definitely yeah. Levi's. Those, I think they were 5'11s. Yeah, so yeah. I used to wear 5'11s like religiously. And um, I had a pair that easily lasted me like six years. You know where the first the first time I had a pair of jeans that didn't last that long? Because, mm -hmm. I, yeah, I was a, a Levi guy through and through. 
First time I had a pair of jeans that didn't last that long was H&M. Oh, H&M jeans, you get two years, yeah, maybe. maybe. I had PacSun jeans that lasted maybe a year. Oh, really? And I those are expensive, dude. PacSun yeah, is the most yeah. overvalued, overpriced crap in the mall. Yeah, Drives me I crazy. Ugh, I hate PacSun. But, yeah, as far as denim goes, Levi's. That, they, like, yeah, they'll actually last. last. They'll, they'll last this freaking Russian apocalypse <laughs> we're about to experience. I will say, I took, like, a few years break. I went to H&M, and I was like, okay, it was new to New Mexico. And they're really affordable compared to Levi's, right? Right, yeah. I could like get 20 a pair bucks. of jeans for like 15 bucks. Yeah, like, versus like 60 or 70 for Levi's. Right, you're like, oh, you have to. But yeah. then it's like you're you're yeah. buying the same amount of pants as you would if you just bought right. Levi's. I mean, just recently I, I switched back to Levi's for like uh, a couple of pairs. And <laughs> they weigh like three times the weight. Yeah, dude. Like real denim. Holy crap. As, yeah, it it's the same thing as... Forever. Um, yeah. You know what else? Uh, um, so like leather. So I have leather shoes from... from um, where's Aldo? Okay, I have Aldo leather shoes, but then I also have my Docs. Mm-hmm. My Docs are so heavy <laughs> oh, compared yeah. to those, but they last. But they last forever. Yeah. So that's the other crazy thing is I've been wearing Docs for a few years, and I kind of always have a pair. Right. I started wearing them super consistently like a year ago, and then I kind of decided I need like a tennis shoe for everyday wear. So I went and got some like new Vans. Yeah. These Vans are like six months old, and they're like not holding up nearly as well as yeah, my. I know. My docs that are like what three years old, right? Yeah, not yeah. Vans are, are they usually they disintegrate. Well, I have um, a pair of vans. How long have you been married? Uh, almost two, uh, a little over two years. Okay, so I've had a pair of vans, black pair of vans that have lasted three years that I still wear, huh? But how do they feel on your feet though? Oh, so comfortable. And you wear really? them, that's but, why but I still do you wear, wear them. them like every day though? Not like every day. See, now. that's the thing, yeah. And are they canvas or are they leather? They're canvas. Huh. Because I'm wearing leather vans right now. Yeah, my leather vans. And they're kind of giving up a little bit. Yeah, I've had my leather vans since Christmas of two years ago or last year. 2020? 2020, I think. Yeah, that's about right. They they start to hurt at around six hours or so. But these, I have these new uh, Crater, they're knit um, recycled Converse right now. Oh, yeah. These last me all day. These are the comfiest shoes I've well, ever they, worn. They're basically socks with a sole on the bottom. Yeah, but the sole is is like punched out. It's like imagine having a sock, but then the bottom of your sock is a crock. That's <laughs> disgusting. But then it looks like a convert. They are cool. They look super cool. Yeah. I remember when those first the, the design first dropped for those, I posted them all over my Instagram, and people came out of the woodworks to tell me that they were hideous. Yeah, no, I know. And get I compliments. love them. Yeah, I get compliments on these every day. Really? Yeah. They're like, people like puke when they see them or what? No, compliments. Oh, you love them? Yeah, people see, are People like, came oh, out of the woodworks cool. to tell me they look like trash. Yeah, no. I Especially though, I wish I had gotten the gray ones because I like those better. Oh, I like the gray ones are the best. Yeah, and they don't make them Did you guys see the Yeezy Desert boots? No, no I did, did not. not. They're beautiful. Are they new? Yeah. That's cool. They're pretty cool. Are they the 3D printed boots? I'm not sure, but they're just beautiful they look beautiful they look really good they're not meant for the desert i don't know how many people are gonna be on that easy band (laughs) for (laughs) much longer but you know i'm down for it dude okay (laughs) hot take hot take (laughs) i know that won't surprise anybody um all right moving on nine lions that were rescued from ukraine have arrived safely in their new home in colorado hmm so this seems like it's definitely a Trojan horse situation and Zelensky's hiding in one of these like empty lion shells. <laughs> Doesn't it seem that way? You know what that sounds like to me? What? Okay. So on Parks and Rec, they do a model UN. Okay. <laughs> and Andy is playing. I don't remember what country he's playing as, but he has nothing to offer anybody because he doesn't know anything about the country and he doesn't know anything about what they're doing, but he does trade all of his country's resources for everybody else's lions. <laughs> That's what that That's sounds what like. That's what that is. Yeah. It's like, hey, we'll give you a few billion dollars. You toss us a lion every <laughs> right, now and again. Right. We'll call it even. <laughs> we'll call it even. All right. Uh, and now this next topic, uh, this topic is the reason that when you make a bold claim, you always throw out the word allegedly before it. Allegedly. Allegedly. (laughs) So, uh, because this next headline reads, Conspiracy theorist Alex Jones ordered to pay nearly $1 billion to Sandy Hook families after years of lies about the massacre. So, Hmm. uh, early on, after the Sandy Hook shooting, um, Alex Jones went out and did a video pointing at the fact that, for some reason, 
allegedly, <laughs> right. there are the same people frantically crying behind the news reporters at multiple school shootings across the country. Right. Yeah, I remember that. Right. And so we don't know why that's happening. Maybe it's a massive coincidence. Maybe it's just the news network. Maybe. Allegedly. Just kidding. Allegedly. <laughs> maybe uh, Alex Jones maybe just needs glasses. Maybe he does. Although I saw the footage and it seems pretty... <laughs> okay. Similar, but it the seems problem is pretty alleged. <laughs> pretty alleged. It's it's being alleged pretty dang hard in my eyeballs. Um, I will say this: um, he could have maybe like been a little bit more careful in like how he described. Like, hey, maybe these right. news agencies are planting these like fake drama people. But what he did is double down and said the Sandy Hook massacre is fake, and all the kids are actors. Oh, yeah, no. so not the not his hottest moment. And since then, he has also taken all that back, said he was wrong oh, and he was out of line. Yeah, I mean, he said like that. Like, years before he was ever right. sued. Like, honestly, I remember it being, like, at least six months after that whole Right, ordeal. that he was like, okay, he okay, like, I yeah, lost my cool. Like, there, right. I still think there's something weird going on, but these are real families and real And he people. apologized and is like, yeah, this shouldn't happen and all that, whatever. Right. But, but as of today, he was charged $1 billion. Um, I don't know how he's going to pay that. I don't think he is. <laughs> There's no way. I mean, he's just going to be poor dude. I mean, I, I don't know. Well, I don't know, poor dude. I don't know, poor dude. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Do you really think that the families of the Sandy Hook, like, did they experience financial hardship because Alex Jones was talking crap? Does anyone um, actually experience financial hardship as a result of what Alex Jones says? That's what I'm, that's my question. I, I mean, I could see it. I mean, it's not like, I don't think it happened maybe every day, but it's possible that a couple of nuts. Like, like recognize them and like didn't donate oh. to them. I don't understand. How does that uh, yeah. even that? How does that result yeah, in like a financial a deficit? Yeah. Well, I guess it, you could uh, you could argue that it could be like psychological damages if, if a couple of nuts were like you know sure heckling you in Walmart after your kid just died. I mean, you know what I mean. That's that's true. That's true. But, I can get on board with that. Yeah. So I mean, yeah. Even if you are a paid I don't, actor, I don't that's know. no way to treat paid actors. <laughs> <laughs> No, yeah, no. Paid actors should be able to shoot people like that. And then <laughs> oh, anyway. You know, he's still going to, the, the DA here is like still going to try and charge him, even though they settled with the, the Hutchins family. Oh, wait, what? The Rust set. Um, oh, yeah. Oh, you just changed Alec topics Baldwin. topics Alec so Baldwin. quick. Yeah, I know. Yeah, it was, uh, yeah he's still going to try to sue Baldwin. Which, where do you stand on that? Um, it's a weird thing, right? Like, I know that nobody should be pointing fake guns or real guns at people who, that, well, guns that are able to fire real bullets. Right. That's what it is. I don't care if you have a prop, plastic, whatever. Right. But you don't, any one of us who's been through any kind of training or knows anything about guns knows you don't do that with guns. Right. However, he's an actor. Right. He is being paid to do that sort of thing. Right. And it, I don't think that really falls on him. To, I, but, I, right. But the but, problem is he was directing set. Right. He so was then, directing so set. So then that puts him in, in like the leadership hierarchy of making sure this it's a safe set. Right. Right. And then he was acting really sus. Really <laughs> that, And that's really sus. the problem, right? Is the way he acted after the fact and how he was like, he drilled it into everyone's head that he didn't pull the trigger when all of the experts say the trigger yeah, had been it pulled. Had to have yeah, it had been pulled. Right. There's no way it just misfired. Yeah. Right. If I was in his position or if I was representing him, I'd be like, yes, he pulled the trigger, but that's because that's what his job is. Right. You know so what I mean? So I think he went in so hard trying to protect himself that it makes me uncomfortable. Right. And and that's why I think the DA is still going after him, even though it really, honestly, I don't think it has anything to do with right. him. Right. But what, what are they going to do? Jail time for that? I don't under, I don't know um, how you could even claim that that was intentional or... Right. Yeah. Because their only option now is jail time because he settled with the family. So that civil suit would even go nowhere. Yeah. So I, guess. I, I don't and, know. And what would the, what would jail time... That, that I sounds don't know. like the DA pulling a Michael Jackson... It's just a very odd situation. I don't know the the logistics of the law when it comes to this. I don't know if he could pay some kind of fine to like yeah, the New Mexico Film fines. Union or something or some kind of like that'll like that will help be one symbolic and also fund safer sets. Yeah, maybe that's something where how it could happen. It in all actuality, it's like okay, there needs to be some kind of some. He said it with the family, so he's taking care of them financially. But New Mexico doesn't need the negative drama. One of the only right. things we have going for us as a film industry 
and and some maybe that's all it is maybe it's some way to say hey make movies in new mexico we, we have safe sets right and if if someone is you know an idiot and screws up we take care of it right and, and I, that's the thing is like i i think it is important for you to get to the bottom line of what happened what actually there. happened but the fact that the family is going to be taken care of it's like that's that's all that really matters that's the main thing that, you know? that's the closest thing that can help right exactly and i don't know that's it's a it's a weird situation. Very weird. Um, but rest assured, <laughs> they did confirm that Rust is going to continue production. production. Yeah, Ooh, I, saw that. I can't wait to watch that. Yeah, that's see, and that's another slimy thing. I wouldn't have continued it. Yeah. That I mean, I know that's probably not even him. It's probably the the company being like, you know, how big of a money maker this could be because of that scandal. Yeah. True, yeah. it's true. Well, you also but, don't want well. From, but, from, yeah, it's hard because it's like you also don't know. How many of these crew people are like invested in it? They need the production to to find to, to finalize to cash in their checks, or, you know, whatever. Right. Like, how much of it are they looking out for the crew that needs to finish this project? I don't yeah, know. I, guess, I just don't know. I guess that's yeah. That's a it's good a point. whole foreign situation and it's very uncomfy. Yeah, it's it's weird and it, it you know we we're we're unsure about it. That's where we're at. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, moving on. This one. Um, I thought it was going to get more traction, but the world's oldest dog has officially died. Oh, okay. And I know what you're thinking. That does not make Kamala Harris president. <laughs> the, <laughs> the world's oldest dog was Pebbles and died at the age of 22. And this poor pup's face wished it had oh, left this earth God. decades ago. This oh, poor man. puppy. That dog has oh. a ghost halfway outside of it. <laughs> oh, his eyes are glazed over. I, I honestly don't know if this picture is the dog taxidermed or before he died. That's what I can't tell. Oh, um, it is rough. Man. And he looks way better than Biden. That's what's scary. Yeah, he looks more cognizant. I mean, you, you slap an ice cream cone in his paw, and it, it is eerily similar. The blank stare. Like, I would love to talk to Joe Biden. Because I know it's going to be nonsense, but I don't know if I could handle the ice cream breath. No, and his, you know, they both have those blank stares where if you look close enough, you can kind of see their little brain rattling around in their skull <laughs> right through the dang retina. <laughs> Dude, okay, you know what we noticed? What? Tell me. Seinfeld fans, listen up. Yes. There are, are there any of those left? Yeah. Okay, go They're for it. They're growing again. Ooh. Okay, check this out. Joe Biden doesn't swing his hands when he walks. Nope. Oh, it's because he's a puppet. He like doesn't. Frankenstein. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I have noticed that. It's weird. I just like It just dawned on me like yesterday. I was watching him walk into the White House, and I'm like, man, he might be motorized. There, <laughs> there are a lot of weird things. There's yeah. a little wind key on his back. <laughs> <laughs> he's like a nutcracker. They're not winding it far enough, dude. He's slow <laughs> moving. Oh, my gosh. Oh, like one of those robots with the sparks coming out of him. Yeah. <laughs> It's um, a stutter. It's a stutter. <laughs> <laughs> you might be, have a little bit more information on this. I'm, I'm sure everyone has heard at this point that Kanye West made an appearance on Tucker Carlson uh, in the weeks we've taken a break. Uh, he took time to air some grievances that he had in the time since. He's had a lot of backlash. Uh, he went to clear up a lot of the information that has been spread about you know, his family situation yeah. and, and custody disputes and that sort of thing. In the drama that's that's followed that, um, Kanye did he, he tweeted this post that sounded on the surface level at least very anti-semitic yeah um, enough to cause concern and at least pause right and um, that's the thing is I don't I don't know about it yet because I actually haven't read what he said in the tweets I don't know what yeah but I do know uh, I watched part part of the Tucker Carlson interview yeah that part seemed very he seemed like people were calling him crazy and he looked incoherent that's just not true no the, if you actually give him a, an ounce of of uh dignity even yeah. even someone with you know a mental illness issue and you sit down and watch that whole interview he presents himself very well and he knows what he's thinking and he he is not ashamed of it and he right. says he says what's on his mind exactly and and it's it's all thought out it's not like just rambling right you know like our I, president on, on this topic I'll, I'll move on to the anti-semitic remarks in a second but on this point i think that the the mainstream media and the major voices and players want to, to make him out as as severely mentally ill and incoherent for two reasons 
I think um, he's symbolic of the black movement moving away from the Democratic Party, which right. terrifies yep. them. And the last thing that they want is for them to have a hero. Right. And he's symbolic of uh, of a Western man protecting his family and raising his kids and fighting to raise his kids. And the left doesn't want that. I'm not talking about the Democrats, you know. No. I'm not talking about your uncle and aunt. <laughs> you know, I'm talking about the leftists that run the party and that run the nation and run these me- these media outlets. What they're trying to do is dismantle the DNA of America so that there's nothing left and in the rubble that can create something in their own image, which God only knows what that is. <laughs> yeah. And in order to do that, you have to break down the building blocks of society. Faith and family are the two things that are under attack. And he stands up says, hey, I'm giving my life to Christ. You can believe that or not. I, I don't have to, I don't, I'm not going to face <laughs> Judgment Day as Kanye West. Only right. he will. Right. But he says that's what he's doing. And then he proceeds to protect his family and fight for, you know, a voice in his kid's life. And those are all things uh, that, um, you know, combined with the fact that he is the face of leaving the Democrat Party and becoming an outspoken, you know, m- at least player in the movement toward um, traditional living, which is crazy. Right, that's an insane thing to right. think of. Like, they where they Kanye hate came all from. of those things, right? Right. Yeah, it's it's a weird position. He's a he is a nightmare for them because he grew up, you know, without his dad being a major part of his life in Chicago, um, in a rough part of town, and he did all those things and is now you know fighting the odds becoming successful and moving toward conservatism that's not what they're supposed to do right and that's not what the left wants african-americans to do and for some reason sticking up for white people who Uh, who don't have a voice for themselves (laughs) like yeah all at the same time so he's a nightmare for them so whether you like him or not whether you agree with his politics or not he is a nightmare for the media outlets and they want to paint him as insane right now, the anti-Semitic remarks, he, the, the, the tweet was something akin to this. He said, um, you know, he's going on these rants, these long rants. He got blocked on Instagram, so he moved to Twitter, started doing the rants mm-hmm. uh, to kind of continue his tirade on all of the people that he feels like has, have turned their back on him and abandoned him since he kind of has these new ideologies that he's adhering to. Right. And then he says, hey, I'm taking a break for tonight in the morning. I'm I'm gonna go hard on on the Jews. Is, yeah, is what he says. Yeah, and he, I heard that, and I think he even said something like, like DefCon three on the Jews. Yeah, which sounds terrible. It's like, what is happening? What is that alluding to? Well, on its surface, and Ben Shapiro agrees that that is an anti-Semitic remark. Whether right. or not he hates all Jews and wants, <laughs> he's like that doesn't seem to be the case. Although right. I will I not vouch to, for those statements. Right. If I were to tweet, oh, tomorrow morning I'm gonna go ballistic on the blacks. Right. That would be it'd be, it'd not be a okay. big problem. So what's been interesting is following Candace Owens really closely. Uh, the world all became aware of Con- Kanye and Candace's friendship over Paris Fashion Week uh, b- about two weeks ago. That's when the notorious White Lives Matter shirts were worn. She right, was his were, special she was guest. The other one wearing. Yes, yeah, she yeah. was his special guest. The other She's a conservative um, podcaster, thinker, incredibly brilliant woman. Mm. Well, she knows him personally as a friend for a long time. The world just didn't know that. And she happens to know, and she was talking about on her podcast, the world doesn't have context. And to be fair, if you don't have context, you come go to assumptions. Apparently, most um, or a good deal of Kanye's like inner circle of friends are all Jewish people. And they're all like different. They're not related, but they just happen to be all Jewish people. Mm-hmm. And she said it, it's kind of become like known that he has the group of friends that are the, the Jews. And what happened right before that tweet came out is he found out that he had been, quote unquote, betrayed by his friends because they all had taken more stock in in, uh, Kim Kardashian's skims company than he had. And so he was personally offended by them. They kind of did this against behind his back and trying to kind of do him dirty business wise. And so when he tweeted that on Twitter, they all knew what he was talking about. But the rest of the world was like, oh no. Oh no. <laughs> like, that's, oh no. Yeah. That's Grab your yarmulkes and run. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, and, and you know, he, obviously, we all don't, are not a part of that conversation, no. so he could have been much more deliberate in his language. Right. But, you know, to, to kind of put myself in his shoes, he is purposely being over the top because it pushes the issues that he wants to talk about. Right. And it opens a lot of doors for him. 
And so it's a really odd place to be. All of this has kind of culminated into breaking news today that Kanye West has agreed to buy the conservative social media app Parler. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So um. that's going to be <laughs> interesting. Candace Owens said that obviously he's already talking about the rebrand and the app redesign because yeah. he's an artist. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So it's, the app is going to be next level, you know, futuristic. It just has to yeah. be. Except for, you know, even though there was a whole song, no more logos, <laughs> no more <laughs> promos. <laughs> One more promo. <laughs> One more promo. <laughs> yeah, so we'll see how that goes. Um, I I am, if anything else, refreshed to see the value and the ideology of free speech put to the test. Yeah, yeah. Because you can say I disagree with something that you said. I agree. I disagree with the way you said that thing, but you deserve to be able to say it in a free society of free thinkers. And where where you cross the line for me, I will vocally condemn that. Right, exactly. And vice versa. Here's something that I kind of live my life by, and Tommy can attest to this. <laughs> I don't listen to entertainment people about political things, and right. I do not listen to political people about a <laughs> entertainment things. <laughs> yes. So I've yeah. been in kind of in the dark on both of those right here because I'm getting sure. I'm getting the opposite end of this argument from both people. Right. So that's why I think Candace Owens has been the best. She she admits, admittedly, she's like, I have friendship bias. Right. But let me, you know, lend me your ear because I do have insight that other people don't have. Right. And yeah. so it's, it's really interesting. And Candace Owens, you know, uh, for a long time was dealing with allegations of anti-Semitism. And so she said an- another really? reason. That yeah. I did not know. Yeah. And at a time when she was working for PragerU, which is ran by a, by a Jewish guy. Yeah. And she said at the time she was engaged to be married to a Jewish man. <laughs> so she's like, yeah. I'm not anti-Semitic, and they lob those allegations at me so frequently that when she sees other people taking those hits, she always stops. Is like, hey, I need the context, right? Because I know what it's like, right? So you can't falter for that. Um, but it has been a whirlwind of news. Shout for, out to real journalism, though. Like that's yeah. like yes, seriously. To get to the bottom of something like that is tough, seriously. And no one does it anymore. No, nobody cares to. I got two more news topics, and then we can move on. New Zealand wants to tax farmers for cow farts and burps. <laughs> no. What? We'll take your cows Wait, and that's your lions. Real? Oh, that's real. What? They, they also are doing that in the U.S. So they, yeah, they want no. to reduce emissions. And, and this is a whole, other, a whole other component to that topic I was talking about earlier, where the left wants to dismantle America and rebuild it. They don't care about emissions. They don't care that cow farts and burps are affecting the ozone. No. What they hate is that Americans and New Zealanders, obviously, can live have, off of their land. They can live off their land. Self-sufficient yes. without the government. And what they want is for you to be reliant on the government for everything that you do. Right. Everything you eat, everything you see, it has to be from the government. They have to control yes. every ounce of it. Gracious. Yes. Me I'm and terrible. a certain someone <laughs> have had had a very long discussion about what it would actually take for us to be completely self-sufficient on land, on like on a piece of land that we would own. And it would take a lot, but it It'd is be hard. doable. It's hard work, but I mean, I think it would be so rewarding. I think you could do it to an extent. There are certain things like, you know, utilities and other sorts of basic no, we, human we necessities. Thought about, we thought about that. I don't know. For a longevity, indoor, I don't know. Indoor plumbing, uh, self-sustaining electricity, and uh, check this out. One of the ideas we had, corn that we grow, that we turn into ethanol that we use. For fuel. For fuel. Yeah, I mean, there are I definitely mean, ways to go about that. Right. Like, I mean, it's it's possible. And I think it's a very good it's a very good practice for people to get into the the like the spirit of remembering the way things used to be done. Sure. Because I don't know, just I mean, even in the just in case <laughs> sense mm-hmm. of it, like it it's good to know like if you if everything went down today, how do I make bread? Right. How do I how do I just not, the basics. Yeah, the, the basics. Yeah, how am I gonna? It's how true. am I gonna find water? How am I gonna? And know? this is interesting yeah. for me because I'm not I'm not a pick yourself up by your bootstraps. You know, I didn't grow up grow up <laughs> on a small farm. Like I grew up on right. processed foods like everyone else. And 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 I also didn't have the turning point in my early twenties where I started to shop organic. Right. Like, I don't believe in that either. Yeah. No. But what I believe in is not being reliant on on a system that hates you. Right. That's oh, yeah, what I yeah. believe in. Yeah, exactly. And I mean, I even saw a news article last week, and it's so sad that now you can read a basic headline and, and maybe a couple paragraphs, and you're like, oh, this is BS. 
Right. And the, the, the headline read something akin to this. Uh, um, toxins found in wild game deer and, uh, you know, elk and fish uh, is cause for concern. You know, and the article made the point why you shouldn't be eating what you hunted and fished this last summer. Yeah. Oh my and that, it's like, uh, just me? on yeah, the surface level, <laughs> that is just propaganda trying to scare people out of eating the healthiest food they will ever eat. Right. Yeah. Like, stuff like from ground to table is some of the most <laughs> delicious, like, and healthy, freshest, healthy food. Those are the dudes that are eat. outliving everyone. Right. Yeah. It's insane. And so it, they are just blatantly trying to attack any kind of self, self-sustaining process method, whether that's, you know, uh, you having a voice in your child's education, whether that's you having a, a voice in, in, uh, issues, social issues like transgenderism and all these other weird things that are trying to dissect and fragment the American family and any way you can preserve normalcy yeah, and point your ship toward wholesome living, do it. Yep. Do it because you're responsible. No one is above you. There's no hierarchy that's going to swoop down and protect you, you know, short of the saving grace of Jesus Christ. Right. Everything else is on your shoulders <laughs> to live according to the way he wants you to live and to lead your family and protect your family the way you're supposed to. Yep. You can't offload and export that responsibility to anyone else. I mean, that felt like a good ender, but yeah. there was, I have one more. And okay, so you tell me, right. should I just bounce back into it? Um, uh, That's up to you. One last one. How about we rock, paper, scissors for one last one? I mean... This will kind of button up, I feel like. Then button it. All button right. it. Button your fart. All right. So this is from CNN. Fetuses smile for carrots, but grimace when exposed to kale, a new study suggests. Wait, 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 wait. Say, okay. that, say that sentence again. Fetuses smile for carrots, but grimace when exposed to kale, a new study suggests. So what they are saying is that, that the clump of sales, cells in the womb... That is not a human being. Right, not a human being. Known as a fetus. Which may also actually be a parasite. It could also maybe turn into a Volkswagen. We don't know. Because yeah, don't until know. it's born. Until it's born. We don't know what it we is. We don't know what it is. But when you expose this clump of cells, cells to carrots, it smiles. And when you expose it to bitter foods like kale, it frowns and grimaces. Because huh. it's weird because humans do that. Right. But Living, all, but living creatures do that. Living creatures do that. Here's the other weird article that dropped this week is that um, experts are now saying that fetuses in the womb can know that they are transgender. Really? Yes. So not only does the blob of sales, cells, I don't know what keeps saying sales. 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 <laughs> the blob of cells uh, know that they like carrots and know that they're a boy but not supposed to be a boy, but they, they're actually not even human beings yet. So this is a really insane party trick that this um, parasite seems to be figuring out yeah. in the womb. Hmm. Huh. Um, and, and again, to be clear, this is a clump of cells that has no value and no, has no, no. purpose has and no right. can be a, a, killed or murdered at any yeah. point and with no repercussion and no moral apprehension, and no parental consent. And yeah. Huh. That's a, that's a head scratch. So how do you think <laughs> that they have <laughs> figured this out? Like, it's just very odd that they set up all these fake rules and fake science to then violate their own fake rules and fake science by mm-hmm. saying, oh, yeah, that thing that thing isn't uh, a human being, but it knows if it's transgender. Right. Yeah. They, I, I, my, ugh, my pet peeve is when they're like, oh, there's no such thing as man and there's no such thing as woman. But if a man wants to be a woman, then he is a woman. And if a woman exactly. wants to be a man, then he is a man. Exactly. And if a, if a idiot wants to be a fish, they are a fish. <laughs> like... It makes we, no sense. Uh, it makes no sense. Stop. The circular thinking is ridiculous. It's ridiculous. How dare you tell me I am anti-science? <laughs> How dare How you? How dare you? It's insane. <laughs> oh, God. That's a whole other <laughs> issue. <laughs> oh, uh, boy. Um, so it's been a busy couple of weeks. Um, I don't know. I mean, sometimes these news articles just leave you feeling a little empty inside. Yeah, that's, well, that's what I'm here for. But you know what? If you're a uh, happy, healthy, normal, God-fearing American... Uh, your baby can taste carrots and that's dope because that that's a full dope. freaking human being in there. And you know what? If you're a chick out there, find yourself a guy who knows what a human baby is. Oh yeah. 
that's, that's your that's, first step that's, to a happy wife. That is happy, happy life. Happy life. <laughs> yeah, find you a dude that knows what a human being is, and uh, if he can protect you and provide for you, dude. Dude, you're what set. else do you need? You're set. And they are few and far between. So yeah. do your do your research. But uh, we're, we're out here though. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, boy. All right. What do you got? Okay. So I'm going to kind of blow through these kind of quickly because I have them categorized urgent C, urgent B, urgent A. Urgent C, you don't even really have to think about. So that's how we're going to go about it. So urgency. I don't know what the terminology means, but We're going from least important to most important. And you included the least important way? First. Oh, okay. Because I just want to priority. Yeah, people want to hear about them, but we don't really have to care. And these are pop culture updates? What is this? Yeah, pop culture news. That's what what we're doing. Go ahead. So first I have Rihanna to headline the 2023 Super Bowl halftime show. Who cares? Uh, Who cares about that? (laughs) Yeah. Seriously, who cares about that? don't care. Um, but this is kind of a mid-rangey one, but I'll keep it in here. Uh, eh, no, I'll move to this one. Epix is going to rebrand to MGM Plus because they have a crack team of <laughs> branders and marketers in there doing their job with MGM Plus. Wow, but that that's thing, great. It'll house movies like House of Gucci, Bond, um, like 007 movies, and Licorice Pizza. So if hmm. you're into that sort of thing, maybe check it out in the future. Uh, next, we've got the Naked Gun reboot. Yeah, um, really, starring Liam Neeson as the lead. As the lead, yeah. Is, that's as the Leslie comedy, Nielsen's right? place. Oh my gosh, right? that's hilarious. Yeah, yeah. Really Is good. he funny? Can he be funny or just yeah. unsettling? No, he's funny. Really? Because he always makes me a there, little nervous. <laughs> no, he's on a couple episodes of Family Guy, and he's funny. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah, he he pulls off that like not trying, to, like he's. He's acting like he's not acting funny, but it's funny. Well, that's what makes, you know, Airplane and right, Naked exactly. Gun, all I, of those, I think that's what makes squad. it perfect. That's what makes it perfect is it's like he plays it so straight. It's like they don't know that they're being funny, but they he's are funny. the right yeah. kind of humor for the movie. Right. I think he's going to be great. I hope the writers don't go woke and screwed up. Yeah. Oh, but we do have three that others. Yet. That's one thing that I like to, I like to remind. Uh, I'll remind our listeners here. Just because something is rebooted doesn't mean it ruins the old thing. You can still watch all of those ones and not ever watch the new one. I have never seen the 2016 Ghostbusters because I knew that was going to be garbage. It's But garbage. I did watch the new one and it was good. Good. Yeah. I'm glad. Yeah. I just skipped it. Yeah. You can do that. <laughs> yeah. Don't feel obligated to subject yourself to bullcrap uh, media when you yeah. know it's going to suck. Yeah. Right. Hate, not watch it. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Uh, Tom Hanks said he has only made four pretty good movies in his life. I can tell you what those four movies are. <laughs> Toy Story 1, one Toy Story 2, two Toy Story 3, Toy, Toy Story, Story 4. four. <laughs> Next. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold That's on not what? the quote. Yeah, he said he's only made four maybe pretty good movies in his life. The quote is, all the rest of his movies are really good. He's only made four pretty good movies. Oh, he's really? Made, no, terrible oh. movies. So the pretty good movies then are going to be probably Pinocchio. Pinocchio, <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, no. Did he say that before Pinocchio? Because everyone said that's trash. I think he. I think he said that. He jinxed he, it. Yeah, he said that in promotion Ooh. for Pinocchio. Oh I think. my gosh! Maybe so. he was trying to like speak it into being. <laughs> yeah, he was. He like, was like, "I'm really going to just the four put this I out have in, in the my universe. Mind. Here's the four I have in my mind. This one's not going to be as bad as those four. Yep. <laughs> and then lo and behold, wow. Okay. Well, a couple of Disney Parks things I have here, like live streamers. People are starting to uh, crack down on live streamers because they're very annoying. Mm-hmm. Um, just, you know, doing their thing on TikTok Live. Um, very loud people. But um, phones at parks in general is is starting to be an issue because some chick just got hit in the head by a falling phone uh, in Oklahoma. And she got brain damage by getting hit in the head from a phone that was on a ride up in, like, a really tall ride. Really? Yeah. 45 miles an hour, iPhone to the forehead. Whoa. Yeah, brain brain damage. How was the iPhone? Um, I, I, it's not looking good. The iPhone's shattered? Yeah, it's in the ICU. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, man. Insurance replacement for sure. Just a reminder though, if you're at like theme parks or, or whatever, you're, you're at a group setting. Don't, don't ruin it for everybody else. Use your dang brain. Yeah. Just don't ruin it for anybody else. But if you, if you do see somebody doing that, uh, I will challenge you. If you see them doing that and they are ruining it for other people, just go up into their stream and talk to their stream and plug our show. Oh, dos randos. <laughs> That's great. Yeah. And then everyone they, wins. They will either stop or we'll get a bunch of listeners. That's so, great. Yeah. Everyone wins. <laughs> 
Um, let's see here. They also announced the whole list of people for the candlelight procession um, at Disney Parks, which is like, why are they still doing that? They're very anti-Christian. Um, even no, I would imagine they're pro-Christian, Catholic. They're pro-Christian money. That's true. Yeah, people will come to see these people who are also pretty much all uh, anti-Christian. So if you want to see the full list, I do have them here in front of me, but I won't uh, bore you with that because, you know, they're the only like maybe notable people I would say is from the 10th to 12th, like December 10th to 12th is Josh Gad. That might be fun. Uh, the 15th to the 18th is Neil Patrick Harris. Uh, Marie Osmond is the 24th through the 26th, so she'll be actually on Christmas. Hmm. Uh, but those are kind of the, the main points there. Uh, Marvel's Armor Wars. So that's going to be the the uh, Rhodey uh, War Machine. His it's like his. It was mm. a show, and it's centered around his character, but it's going to be a film instead of a series. So they're, which, they're moving it over. Which Marvel? I appreciate that. I do appreciate that. I think that's great. I love him. Don Cheadle is great. He's great. Um, new M and M's character was revealed. A purple peanut M M&M and M shaped. Um, but she, like mom's spaghetti. Yeah, like mom's spaghetti. She's a purple peanut. Um, she's awkward is her thing. I'm really, really um, relieved though because after the whole fiasco with that other the sexy peanut or the sexy M M&M, and M. Oh yeah, it was too hot. She was too hot, so they gave her sneakers. But I was like, oh, maybe they're just gonna make her a les. And then um, they brought this other one in, and I was like, oh no, it's happening. But it's not. She's it, just regular. Are you sure? Yeah, she's just regular. She just looks like a uh, female. She's just a regular female. Yeah, actually, yeah, like, way to, way to keep it regular. Well, we don't know. Maybe it's a boy. No, she said she's a female. And she did she a whole... gave her pronouns. Mm-hmm. Wow. So, yeah, and she sounds like a chick. So, it's just, she's just normal. They also, uh, here's a fun fact, they don't sell that color of M&M. So, <laughs> so. They're not going to add it to the mix? No. <laughs> Why not? I don't know. So why did they add this female character? Because. <laughs> Just because. Just because. Moving on. I'm confused. I tried to, re- tried to read about it, and there's no more information. Yeah, no, they just introduced this character. She's going to be on the bags and stuff, but but they, that color of purple, there's no M&M for that, so they're not going to do that. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's a kind of a weird situation, but I, I'm glad they created another M&M character who is just normal. That's true. I like that. Um, Ryan, Surprised it wasn't a white guy because that's the only mascots that are left. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, leftists. Thanks, leftists. Old white guys are selling me everything now. What, what were you wanting? You wanted a a, a female M M&M and M that was also like part Indian, like with you know feathers and a whole <laughs> with a headdress. Yeah, headdress. No, you know what? I just I'm going to the store and I'm starting to get creeped out by the old dead white dudes on the shelves. Yeah, that's uh, true. Because all the minorities have been scrubbed off of the marketplace. Yeah, that's also true. Yeah. Well, except for still, at least for now, their other brown Eminem, who was sexy but is not anymore. Sure. She's just regular. She's just regular. Yeah. Yeah, but I'm saying all the other ones. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know. Anyway. Yeah, left anyways. Is gonna Left is going to segregate. <laughs> yeah, for real, man. Mm-hmm. The segregation is for real. They can't help it. Look out for it. Yeah, they, they can't help it. Once you're in some kind of group with other people that aren't... <laughs> That don't think like you, but for some reason, you find out why you're in the same group as yeah, people. Yeah, you're like, why do I look like all these losers <laughs> that they don't have any original thoughts? And then, oops, oh, you done got segregated. Right, man. Mm-hmm. By a leftist. Watch out for those cattle prods, people. Um, Ryan Reynolds and Hugh Jackman are teaming up finally, officially, for Deadpool 3 in theater September 6th, wow. 2024. Did you see his comedian buddy went on TV or did an interview and was like... Uh, Ryan Reynolds is a douche. Really? He said he was so, so mean to me on set. He said he would <laughs> oh, do, he uh, would vamp. his comedian buddy. You mean uh, TJ Miller? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's, yeah. Well, he's a comedian and he's, he is a he's comedian, Deadpool's but... buddy in the movie. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, he was like all sad about it. And then, which seemed kind of passive aggressive to me, like really be a man and like talk about your issues. Or talk with on set. Ryan. That's yeah. what I said. Yeah. That's what I meant. And then, so he did that, and like three days later, he's like, because oh, the internet exploded over that, he called me and he apologized, and he's a cool dude. I always said he was super funny. He's super <laughs> funny. He just, you know, he just vamps a little too hard on me. He was like, oh the dude just has no what? spine. Yeah. No spine. 
But the but the thing is, is he's a good writer though. T.J. Miller is a great writer. That's true. He just he gets is, all in, he gets all stuck in his feelies. Yeah, he does get stuck in his feelies. But you know, maybe he'll be better off working on Ninja Turtles right now. Then he's oh, working maybe. on Ninja Turtles. Yeah, he's working on an animated Ninja Turtles movie right now. Which actually, the the logo looks pretty dang metal. And we I should like just it. go back like, to the big rubber suits. Those are way better, right? Yeah, let's what? get that back on, yeah. dude. Dude, the the suits have come so far. Like yeah. technology wise, no. It would yeah, be we so should do good. practical suits, and then they should partner with like Domino's to do uh, a pizza, dude. Oh my god, yeah. yeah. I'm 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 all in for a practical practical effects renaissance. Mm-hmm. I'm all for it. Me too. I'm tired of the CGI. It's uh, it's boring. Oh, here's something that's really gonna gonna set everybody off. Marvel's Sabra is cast in the new Captain America Captain America New World Order. Um. She, uh, they, they have an actual Israeli chick cast, um, Shira Hasi. Um, the left is worried <laughs> that she will be a pro-Israel propaganda machine because the country has had a quote violent long history with quote Palestine. Are you kidding wow. me? So the the cool thing is, is she's a Mossad agent in uh-huh. in the comics. She's a mutant, um, and she's basically like Israel's Captain America. Oh, gotcha. Um, okay. But she's, yeah, she's a good character. Yeah, Mossad's um, pretty dope. Yeah, except for there are other things that we can't talk about on the show. What? We'll talk about it later. Okay. I'm not trying to Kanye myself. Well, here's something I'd like to say, though. Uh, is that Palatine, Palestine? That doesn't exist. <laughs> right. Uh, the Romans just renamed Judea, Syria, Palestrina in the second century. So, that you know, Palestine, if you're worried about Palestine, don't be, because they don't exist. So there's that. Um, also, I'm really stoked that she's going to be in it. I know that they're probably going to change stuff about it, but you know, mm-hmm. whatever. <laughs> Maybe it'll be cool. Maybe it'll be cool. Maybe they'll screw it up. We don't know. Yeah, we don't know. I don't have. A, I don't hold my breath for Marvel or Disney anymore. No. Um, you know what I do is I get excited when a day goes by when they don't piss me off. That is true, and today is one of those days. Yeah, and I just lay down at the end of the night and go. But, well, I guess, to, uh, yeah, Wednesday wasn't one of those days, but today it's... Today might um, be, yeah. Yeah, I'm going to blast through these last ones. Harrison Ford was rumored to be uh, considered for the role of Thaddeus Thunderbolt Ross, who uh, William Hurt actually, he passed away this year. Um, so he's going to be recast. Um, but it was confirmed today that he will be, Harrison Ford is going to replace him in the MCU. Hmm. And eventually, me and a lot of other people think that he's going to end up being the Red Hulk. Which oh, is awesome. Weird. Yeah. that's We've been waiting for that huh. since, literally, since the original <laughs> Incredible Hulk movie. It was weird to me that he's been he the same be guy. That. Yeah, but it's, it'll they be kinda, fun to see him with different facial hair than we've seen yet. Sure. <laughs> I mean, I'm not against it. <laughs> yeah. I like Harrison Ford. They kind of yeah. teased that in Black Widow, right? Oh, yeah. they they I mean, they've been teasing him turning into Hulk forever, but... Um, Hulk is in a weird place right now, so... Either way, uh, he's going to be in New World Order, but he's also going to be in the Thunderbolt. So he's confirmed for two movies, and it'll coincide with his time on set for the new Indiana Jones movie. So he will go between all three of those movies in the course of a few days. <laughs> Interesting. So, yeah. Um, last two things, the biggest ones. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. That's the official title for the new Planet of the Apes movie. Yes. So, comes out in 2024. If there's one thing I love, it is some monkey rampage, yeah. dude. I love Planet of the Apes. <laughs> Yeah, the only Ball. things I need from a movie are monkeys, horses, and guns. <laughs> that's yeah. great. Yeah, yeah, that's all. Some dinosaurs. Need. Yeah, some dinosaurs. dinosaurs. Yeah, yeah. I need dinosaurs. Throw some explosions into the mix. Mm-hmm. Some Ooh. Italians too. Yeah. Well. Yeah. You know what? Yeah. It's our movie. <laughs> it's our <laughs> movie. Some Italian monkeys. Mm, do they have those? I don't know. No, well, there's got to be an Italian. No, too. but I could. I'm sure I could there get are down. Italian monkeys, but I don't know if there are Italian apes. No, I don't think there are Italian monkeys. I could get down with like an Italian mafia lord with a monkey on his shoulder. Yeah. Uh-huh. But they're not monkeys, though. They're apes. And I don't think there's apes that come that small. It's our movie. You can throw them <laughs> in the dryer, I guess. <laughs> um, anyways, it's directed by Wes Ball, and it'll pick Do up- not throw your monkey don't, in the don't, dryer. Don't throw your monkey in the dryer. They get very it's mad very about it. tiny. They get very mad. And at- it's so cute <laughs> and so angry. <laughs> so angry. <laughs> <laughs> That's the moral of Jurassic Park. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. 
It'll pick up many years after uh, War for the Planet of the Apes, and I'm wondering if it'll be centered around Cornelius, uh, who's Caesar's son, and continue his uh, father's legacy, but that remains to be seen. The last most important thing. James Earl Jones has retired as Darth Vader. I know. Really? And he, I saw that post, so and I thought sad. he died. <laughs> yeah, no. He's... <laughs> Luckily, though, signed off on uh, archiving voice work for AI recreation for Darth Vader. Okay. So that's safe. Um, It has to be one of the easiest voices to recreate. Well, none of us knew this, but apparently when it was Darth Vader in uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi, the TV show, that was completely AI. Really? Yeah. And so, and he was only credited as uh, the voice consultant, not voice of Darth Vader. That's cool. So, I'm I'm glad about that. I was I'm always worried. I feel like don't you just give the guy the full credit? Like it's his own dang voice. I think that's what he wanted though, and they, I think that was their way of saying, "Oh, here's a new era where Darth Vader will live literally forever." Don't worry that yeah, James they, Earl they Jones can, is old anymore. That's true. They can keep putting out bullcrap content forever, forever and ever and ever. They're also putting out a Mufasa movie. Uh, Disney is. Just they better not mess so, that I don't up. Know. Is it going to be live action like the Lion King I have was? No idea. Because that was incredible. Yeah, the images that they're showing are like like the same CG. animation style yeah. as as the first one. Okay, yeah, I could get behind that. Hmm. I was okay with that. I like that it was like shot for shot. The only thing I didn't like about that was Beyonce's song. Uh, Beyonce is that ridiculous. Did not fit. No. So, um, but that's, yeah, that's all I got. Um, next thing we'd like to do, um, I have a couple of quick reviews. All right, let's hit it. So let's go for it. Randall reviews. <laughs> okay, so I want to end this on a high note, so we're going to start with the one I didn't like that much. All right. <laughs> so, She-Hulk. Oh, the TV show. I Goodness told you that gracious. was going to be garbage. Okay, well, give it a second. Hold on. <laughs> it gets a two- and three quarters. I can't believe stars. you gave it more than one. And here's what I'll tell you. Um, why I had Tommy write these notes. I don't know why it says stop yelling at me. But I guess I was was I yelling at you? No, She Hulk was yelling at me. Oh, she wasn't yelling at you. You're a bit dramatic. Was there. she preaching? She at was you? preaching. She was at preaching. Us. Yeah. Oh so she God. did that quite often. So did so many of the characters in the show. Remember when she was yelling at Hulk? Um, it, it really completely changed the definition of quote unquote target audience. <laughs> we were <laughs> target practice. We were targeted, um, <laughs> being straight white males. Um, but also, yeah, it, it was really like every time they made a stupid joke or and it wasn't there weren't funny jokes. Here's here's something I've always said about comedy. If you if you had said this in a comedy club and people didn't laugh, they clapped instead. It's not a joke, it's not funny. You're just making a statement and that's Oh that's no, not it, what it's it's worse for. than that. Cuz you see that happen on on late night TV, it's supposed to be funny. You see that happening during morning shows, you see it happening at political rallies. When you see uh, people who are, you know, morally bankrupt, cheering and clapping for a speaker, they're not at a comedy club. They're not in an audience. They're at church. Right. They've replaced, you know, they have found something that is fulfilling their godless existence. And what they have is a, for all intents and purposes, a social religion where if you sin, then, uh, then what you've done is you've done something that is problematic. And that's their sin. Right. And when they're cheering and clapping and crying, they're at church. And you can literally overlay like religiosity onto this like godless worldview that is just pervasive everywhere. Right. And it's just this dark thing that, yeah, that, that that's happening all over the place. That clap becomes an amen real quick. Real quick. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so I didn't keep your eyes peeled. Sorry, I know that got a little heavy, but it's been on my mind for a while. No, that's fine. It was it was not very good for a lot of it, and and I'll explain. Like even story wise, it didn't fall like exactly like we talked about last time. It didn't follow any kind of a really good hero's no hero's journey. No hero's journey. She wasn't built and broken and built and broken and built. No, and she pretended like her life was so much worse than Hulk's just because she is a woman and that part was so cringe and then she mm-hmm. ruined his shack that he built which was so nice and With that Tony. like gave me the feels and she ruined it oh my wow. god dude that was that was the worst so do you but, think that the average audience member feels like she was a hero or do you think they feel like you where they empathize with Hulk and feel like she was a nuisance 
Uh, I don't know. It's it's weird, right? Because there are, in, in nerddom, <laughs> there are people like me who they were definitely attacking. Mm-hmm. But it's weird because they were so tone deaf because they were attacking us, but not in any way that was like any real concerns we had about their stories. Sure. They were attacking us like saying, oh, they're just turning, which I know people that do this, but it's, mm-hmm. they're just turning Hulk into a woman. They're just making Thor into a woman. They're dumbing down the ar- the the arguments of why it was terrible. Right. It's not about that. I, I don't. I couldn't care less if Hulk was right. a woman. I couldn't care less if Spider Man was female, like right. or black, or I like Miles Morales. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's his story is done really well. Right. But yeah, they they dumb it down to these these points that we're not even making, and they just try to like push it off as like we're the villains of this story because right. of that. And it's like at a certain point, why am why am I continuing to watch this? Right. Why would you, you subject yourself to that? Right. Because I am whether you like it or not, I am your audience. Right. Why are you Why are you trying to tear me down like that? You are separating me and trying to put force people into this position to watch these movies and shows that, that have that no business that, that, that aren't going to be there they don't care that also happened with that gay movie there was like a gay romantic comedy that came oh, out that bros. bombed dude was and they keep blaming like straight America for not turning out and it's like they're not interested let me you tell made you a, a movie number. that's not for them let me tell you a number guess how much it took to make that one movie how much 25 million dollars do you want to know how much that movie made worldwide? How much? Five million dollars. <laughs> a fifth. But then they have the nerve to blame the people that, that they did not make a movie for for right. not turning out for their movie. Right. For That's, their film. And you will see this every time somebody makes a bad movie that people don't like. They blame the audience. They blame the audience. And that's how you know it's going to suck because they're going to start blaming you immediately if you don't like it. Right. It's and terrible. it's not about that. It's because you made a bad movie. Right. That has nothing to do with me. I also see this other like subsection of like incels that watched Hulk, uh, She-Hulk, and they're like, they're really laying on thick on how brave it was because right. they're just dying <laughs> to try to get some liberal girl to fall for them. Right. Like they're on script. They're sitting up tall. They're, uh, you know, <laughs> they're, are, they're doing right. everything they can, man. Oh, Hair slicked back. So many jokes like that too that you can tell oh people are like, ha, 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 that's <laughs> not me they're making fun of. <laughs> that's yeah. those other alpha males, those gigachads. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Um, anyways, <laughs> a couple of things that I did like about it. Because it's not like, it wasn't, there wasn't everything was bad. Uh, the CGI was terrible. But, and I Just know you, I know you, call, I, know you I know you were mad at that. And I was like, oh, maybe they'll fix it. Yeah, they she looked worse in the Jolly not, Green they Giant. They, uh, newsflash, they did not fix it. Um, <laughs> so, basically, the things that I liked were three main things. I liked, um, even though sometimes she said things that were cringe, the, she was kind of Deadpool before Deadpool, and the way she kind of knows she's in a comic book, sort of, like that meta kind of thing. Yeah, they she's did, like aware. Yeah, they did that in a really cool way, and, it, and I won't spoil anything, but they do it like to the nth degree in the, in the last episode, so check that last episode out. It is wild. Okay. Um, I also liked the Daredevil cameos. Yes, it was Beautiful. Bringing Daredevil in was the smartest thing they could have done for that series, but they did it too late. But anyways, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and the third thing I liked was the finale. I know this is going to get people mad because people, I'm sure they hated the finale. But it was very meta. And I, I like that about it. But there's also, I was really wondering how they were going to do certain parts uh, like they do in the comics where she, she like messes with the comic. Like she mm. will jump out of panels and move around things and and change the story and do mm-hmm. stuff like that, and she does all kinds of crazy stuff in the last episode, which is very her, um, and that I felt was like a good return to form. But that being said, they also didn't pay that off with a good, um, like you, you in a superhero story, you want a big fight at the end. You want right. it to resolve somehow, and it just didn't. So that's why it gets that two and three quarters from me. Well, you know, um, no, nothing is resolved. We can't sleep at night until the patriarchy is toppled. Right. And until that <laughs> is that, done, and, uh, you know. Yeah, and, and that didn't feel fulfilled either. Um, so I'm going to stop talking about that because, you know, whatever. Next, what I've got, the last thing I've got, Werewolf by Night. Yes, it was beautiful. I gave that really? a 9 out of 10. 9 out of 10. Really? Yeah. Um, there was no moon 
no, I'm not going to say that. Spoilers. Um, <laughs> there was a moon. <laughs> For sure a moon. Um, <laughs> so he doesn't turn into the werewolf, is what you're saying. No, he does turn into the werewolf. Oh, okay. But it's through other rules. Oh. Um, anyways, that that's all spoiler territory. <laughs> um, but I, yeah, I'm trying to get this through to, in a way... Um, it was completely black and white and the characters they introduced in this, I know in the trailer, so I can talk about this man thing mm-hmm. stole the show. It really, I so loved good. man thing was my favorite character of the whole thing. Um, the way they brought it together and here's, here's a really good selling point. If you're not completely bought into the whole Marvel thing, if you watch she Hulk, you might need to watch other stuff, you know, and that's kind of tough for people. This is completely isolated has really nothing to do with anything else. You can watch it on its own and you'll have a really good time if you're into that really classic horror, you know, sort of mood. Which is why I loved it. Yeah. I mean, that sounds like it's right up my alley. A lot of it is done with practical effects, which I love. Yeah. Um, See, I like all that stuff. I I am willing to give that a chance. I've just been on such a, like, I've been had this, this bad taste in my mouth with Disney for such a while now, such a long time, that I really have had a hard time watching anything. But, I mean, based on both of your recommendations, I think that's something I need to probably binge before Definitely, Halloween. definitely. It, it, that was the highlight of the year for me with, with any Marvel anything. Well, um, that might be my favorite piece of the MCU it completely. It is quite good. And really? It, it really stands out as being its own thing, not having to be connected to the MCU in any way. Yeah, it doesn't have to pull on um, nostalgia to be successful, right, which they've is, overplayed. Right, and I, I think that's a really good way for them to either, you know, toss these characters aside and or, or maybe, you know, make this a yearly thing where maybe once a year we'll figure out what the heck, you know, these uh, man thing and, and uh, Jack Russell are up to every <laughs> every Halloween. Um, totally. But, you know, those are those are all the things. <laughs> you know what? This was a good episode. I know we uh, we didn't have like a major topic planned, but it was a fun one. I think we are right at about the hour mark. And I wanted to make sure we shout out Chill Hop Music on YouTube before we go. Yeah. As always, they're just giving us these fresh chill beats in the background. If you need beats to study, relax, work to, uh, yeah, YouTube.com, Chill Hop. Consider, they are pretty bomb. Consider subscribing. Consider listening at work. It's very good work it music. It is very good work music. It's a live YouTube radio station, so... You don't have to worry about it running out of tracks. You kind of set it and forget it. Yep. And what's nice is they do like one ad at the beginning, and then it's ad-free for the rest of the stream. So, uh, like, our office has been playing Chill Hop, I think, for 73 days straight (laughs) (laughs) ad-free at this point. Uh, But definitely give it a listen. Um, We will be back next week with some more content. And, uh, yeah, we look forward to it. Yeah, we'll get you some, get you some new news, and hopefully it'll be shorter news and uh, um, an actual topic. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening. We hope you enjoyed the show. As always, please rate and review us and send our podcast to a friend. You can stream Dos Randos on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, and for some reason, Radio Public. See you next time, Randitos.